We're sisters, best friends, and authors on a mission to help you stoke your creative fire and live the life of your dreams. We believe that purpose fuels passion and that creativity is your secret weapon for mass construction. There's never been a better time to bless the world with your dream realized. You're listening to The Kate and Abby Show. What is up, guys? And Happy New Year. Welcome to the first episode of 2021 of The Kate and Abby Show. Yeah, 2021. Fresh New Year. Fresh start. Yep. With fresh content from us to you with love. This is episode 36. Today, we're going to be talking about how to set writing goals and accomplish them, which is a perfect topic. Me and Abs discussed, like, what, what should we talk about for that first episode of 2021? And we're like, writing goals. Yeah. And how we how we plan them, tackle them, accomplish them, how we get all that done, how you can set goals that are realistic and actually accomplish them, which I know you have a lot of, like, writing goals for the coming year. Yeah. I actually just finished doing my What's Next retreat, which right. you so know how was all that? about. That was, <laughs> if you guys noticed, we, most of you know why we weren't here last week, yeah. and that's because Abby was on her What's Next retreat, and I was just, like, eating all the leftover Christmas cookies, and I didn't really have time to do anything else. <laughs> no, and I was writing a bit. I was writing a lot, actually. But so how was your retreat? What did you do? What did you learn? It was great. And I made a lot of plans, and I'm very excited for this year. Uh, Lots of exciting stuff to share with you guys. Actually, I am going to be doing a live stream on Wednesday, this coming Wednesday, as my, like, welcome back party live stream. Welcome to 2021 and talking about um, a lot of the exciting things that I have planned. So stay tuned for that. Um, That's on Wednesday. Check out my YouTube channel for the times and dates and all of that fun stuff. But I spent the past two weeks basically getting my life together and figuring out what's the direction going forward, which I'm going to share a little bit about some of like my journaling and stuff like that. Journaling prompts and just good questions to ask yourself when you make goals, when you set goals for the new year, um, particularly for writers. So we're going to get into that later in this episode. But my retreat went really good. And um, I set some new writing goals, some new publishing goals. I'm very excited for all of that. Um, So yeah, that's going to be really cool. So that's what I'm looking forward to this year. I'm not going to reveal too many specifics about it yet, but I am going to talk about it more in my live stream. So fun new book plans for the coming year are always the best plans for the coming year so if you're listening to this podcast you're probably a writer probably it's time to make some writing goals yeah absolutely i know the the next this coming year or this year i'm like so like programmed to be like you know coming up on 2021 it's already here uh, this year, I am releasing audiobooks for my entire series, which is a really exciting thing. I signed with yeah. Podium Audio. You guys, some of you might have seen that in one of my videos recently, but I'll be releasing audiobooks for my entire series through Podium Audio. Really amazing company. They um, gave you Weir's The Martian, which later became a motion picture that a lot of you probably seen. I haven't watched it yet. I want to, though. But they're they're the ones who made the audiobook, and um, I thought you said "Where's the Martian?" <laughs> like that was the title. <laughs> Where's the Martian? I was like, "What? Where'd he go?" No. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> yeah, and um, I'll also be releasing two new books, new series, new duology coming this year, and there will also be audiobooks 
for those books as well. And I'm in the, like, we're in the casting process right now, which has been so much fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's been really exciting to see that process yeah. unfolding. I get a little behind the scenes look as her sister. Yeah, so that's always fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm very excited to listen to your audio. I can't wait to hear your audiobook. <laughs> yeah, like, my audiobook's coming out too. You are the too. best reader. It's like the year like of audiobooks. It is. Thank you so much. That means you a have lot such to me. a relaxing reading voice. Like, well, thank you. Most that's, relaxing voice. That's a great compliment. Yeah, you're so good at reading loud. Thank you. I'm glad. Hopefully it hopefully it relaxes everybody who listens to my audiobook, but hopefully they don't fall asleep. Hopefully they're riveted by the story. <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> but, they will be. Um so, about writing goals. That's all of our exciting stuff for 2021. But what is your exciting stuff for 2021? What do you have planned for your writing? Because if you don't make plans, things won't happen. You have to plan it and then make it happen. If you're just like, oh, I want to do that someday. Oh, I want to publish that book one day. Oh, I want to write that book one day. It's not going to actually happen. Like unless you actually make a plan and a goal, set a goal, and then look at that goal and be like, okay, well, how can I set up action steps to go through to actually make that happen? So I know all of that sounds like super overwhelming and a lot of people like planning, but a lot of people don't like planning. So it depends on like your personality and sometimes you might feel overwhelmed by the whole process of planning out something as big as writing a book or publishing a book um, or writing multiple books if you're super ambitious like me. <laughs> I was going to say like you. <laughs> Do you think I'm just writing one book this year? No oh, no. Way. Oh, no. Anyway, um, it does not matter how ambitious your goals are or how small you think your goals are, any goal that brings you closer to your creativity and the dream life that you see for yourself is a good goal. So I think the best place to start is to ask yourself, why does it matter to you? <laughs> Literally just because I, why does your goal why matter? Why does it matter? Why, does, why do your goals matter to you? You know, why do mm -hmm. your goals matter to you? Oh, I feel attacked. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that's a, you know, that's like I always ask myself right. that question at the beginning of the year, and it helps me so much to yeah. like be not just more focused, but to see like the direct tie between why what I'm doing right now is important to me in the long run. Exactly. Yeah. Like for me, like it would be like my goal matters because it's helping me to tell better stories. Yeah. And that's hugely hugely important to me yeah. that's why I do like everything I do yeah and I think a lot of writers also can't really explain in so many words like why is it you write it's like you just have to you yeah know? um yeah I think sometimes <laughs> it's like you don't even need to like pinpoint it in words because yeah. it's almost it's a spiritual thing yeah to an extent mm -hmm. you know what I mean yeah like that feeling of I can't not do this you exactly. can't really explain it just like right. you can't really explain explain why you love that person Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like you really can't in so many words. You can kind of do, like, surface level stuff, but the real reason is, like, kind of beyond words. And I right. think a lot of creatives yeah. struggle with that of, like, this this feeling of not being able to really describe why their art means as much to them as it does. Mm. I think that's historically kind of been the struggle of the artist. Yeah, it's you know like that's I mean? why we create because we can't <laughs> say it with words. Yeah, even though writers are saying it with words, but they're saying it in a dif different way. They're telling someone else's story um, in a way that matters to you. But mm -hmm. that's like something that's I find really, really valuable to 
explain even to yourself in a messy way at the beginning of a year or just the beginning of a writing project or whenever you feel like you need to is to like really clarify why does it matter to me? And I think a good way to figure that out also is to imagine your life without it. Like you were saying, like how you can't imagine or how you might love a person, but you can't like describe exactly why (laughs) right but you know how you would feel if they were gone Mm -hmm. you know and your life would feel so lacking and void um and I think that's how it is with writing for a lot of writers for me at least um is that it it takes up this great meaning in your life Mm -hmm. and without it you would be lost so if that's how you feel, then there's definitely something there. There's something that matters so much to you about this thing. And I think that's a good place to start when you're clarifying your goals because then you can create in a way that aligns with your ultimate purpose, right? Your ultimate like mission for life. <laughs> that sounds like so lofty and like such no, a it's true, broad though. idea but it's it's really like looking at the big picture is what I love so much about the beginning of the year and that's why I take the what's next retreat and I look at like what is the big picture and one of the prompts that I really like to ask myself and journal about and think about is what does my dream life look like and that's something that I think a lot of authors should do as well is or writers, if you haven't published anything yet, like what is your dream author life look like? In my channel, I always talk about making your author dreams come true. I always say that in the intro. What does that look like to you? I think that's an important journaling prompt if you journal, or if you don't journal, just try it out. Even just talking to yourself um, or having a conversation with somebody else and having them ask you these questions, sort of like an organic interview. Mm. (laughs) And then just like, sort of stream of consciousness processing what is my dream author life look like and how can you work towards that this year yeah like you've always described it and I really love this visual of seeing yourself where you want to be and then okay what was the step right before that well what was the step right before that and what was the step right before that and then finally you are where, where you are right now right And then I think for a lot of things, it will make you feel like, oh, well, that's not really that far away. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's closer than it seems um, because sometimes we create a lot of this distance in our minds like that's over some distant mountain we've yet to climb. Right. But really, it's only a matter of very actionable, practical steps. Yeah. Exactly. This is um something that I actually use when I'm breaking down goals is I made like this little graph one time. I don't think I've ever shared it online, but I need to sometime because it's a it's a cool way to just like kind of backtrack like you were saying. And you start with like it's like one of those pyramid things. So you have like the, the most important thing at the top and then you like go down the list. Oh, okay. um, yeah. So at the top is I think mission. I'm pretty sure, or purpose, purpose. And then the next thing is mission. And then the thing after that is action steps or goal, rather. I'm like mixing it up in my own head. I need to look at it again while I'm reading it. But um, I think it's purpose, mission, goal, action steps, tasks. So like that's a pretty easy way to break it down of like, okay, this is the purpose sort of for my my life. This is my, what I imagine my dream life to look like. And then from there, you can kind of create a 
broader mission that's smaller than the whole scope of your life, but it's like uh, a big thing, okay? It's a big deal, your mission. Um, whether that's to be a published author or to publish certain books of yours or to write certain books, whatever. Um, and then after that, you have the goal. So you might have multiple goals in one year. I know I always do. I have a lot of them. <laughs> um, and then after that, you have action steps, which you're breaking down each goal into action steps. How am I going to actually, you know, those are the dominoes that are set up. Right. And even beyond that, you can break it down even farther to this subatomic level <laughs> of tasks. So really, that's that's how I like to look at things just because it's less overwhelming that way. Because if I think about just like, oh, I want to publish this book, it's like, oh my gosh, that is so overwhelming. There's so many moving parts to that. There's so much to do to make all those things happen. But it's like, really, it's not. If you break it down into goals right. and then break it down to action steps, okay, what are the action steps? Well, I need to edit it before I can send it to a professional editor. I need to edit it myself. Okay, so what are the action steps of editing it yourself? And then yeah. what are the tasks? Maybe it's, I read five pages today. Well, that's like super manageable. You know, that's not overwhelming anymore. Okay, today I'm going to read five pages, edit five pages of my book, you know. So right. breaking those things down, I think really helps to make it not overwhelming and you're way more likely to accomplish your goal or at least get really far in uh, make a lot of progress towards your goal if you break it down into like those subatomic steps. Yeah, I love that. And I think another thing to keep in mind too is if you're a first time author, like you're publishing your debut novel, all of the steps will seem more daunting than they will the second time around. It's kind of like um, when you, have you ever had the feeling of you drive somewhere and you're like, wow, this is like taking forever to get here, but then you get there, you do whatever on your way back, you're like, wow, that's a lot shorter than I thought. Yeah. And it was only because you had never driven that exact route before that it seemed longer. But then when you do it a couple times, it's like, oh, that's really not that bad. So yeah. it's really just because it's a it's a first ascent that it seems a bit longer and more arduous and more daunting. And once you do it once, twice, three times, it's going to be like old hat to you. Yeah. Exactly. It will still be work, but it will be it will seem a lot more manageable in your mind. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's a great point. And that's one of the best advice. That's one of the, basically the best technique, I think, for committing to your goals mm -hmm. is to stay focused on the next step. Like you don't have to see the whole staircase, right? Um, when you know the next step, you can execute the next step and then the next step and the next step and the next step. Because um, I think a lot of people make lofty goals and it's easy to make really ambitious goals and feel ambitious in January or the first week of the year, but it starts to kind of lose its sparkle when it gets really tedious and boring and you're like, oh, I've been working on this so long. Have I made any progress? I feel like I'm not making progress. So the question then becomes, how do you stay committed to your goals? Right. You know, and I think that comes through the, it comes through a few things. It comes through discipline. <laughs> it also comes through remembering why it matters to you. And it also comes through staying motivated. And you can be motivated by many things. You can be motivated by looking back on the progress that you've already made because you will make progress, especially if you break it down into action steps and just keep 
executing those action steps. You can look back and see, wow, I actually have made a lot of progress. I'm not going nowhere. Um, I am actually moving towards this goal. You can also be motivated by things like our podcast (laughs) and people in your life who support your writing and support your dreams and want to see you succeed. Those are all great motivators. And if you feel like there's nobody in your life who supports you, I hope that you find um, motivation and inspiration in things like our podcast and other stuff online. My videos, even just motivational videos in general can be very inspiring, very encouraging. Yeah. Um, But really at the end of the day, it comes down to discipline, I think. Yeah, it does for sure. You have to have the grit to stay with it, even through the uncomfortable parts Yeah, to achieve a greater end. It's kind of like working out. Yeah. Because like working out can really suck sometimes. <laughs> like it's not fun at all. Like yeah. absolutely zero enjoyment whatsoever. And I'm someone who really loves working out. But I know that there are times when it's like, eh, I really, the last thing I feel like doing right now is working out. But you remember, well, I have I, I, I have this goal to become stronger or more flexible. And then that is what keeps you there. Like, oh, you know what? I'm going to go do 20 minutes of yoga because I have this um, end goal of a healthier lifestyle right. or a progressively healthier lifestyle in my mind. So if you have... Being pain a pump, versus pain. Exactly. Pain, <laughs> it, it really does come down to pain versus pain because, okay, you have this image of being a published successful author, sharing your stories with the world, then hold that image in your mind. And when it's like, oh, you know what? I don't feel like reading this book for the 53rd time. Then, you know, call that image to your mind of someone sending you an email telling you that this book changed their life in some special way or that this book meant so much to them or envision, I I love this one, is envisioning someone opening your book on Christmas Day and being super pumped about it because that's what they asked for. Mm -hmm. So images like that, that are like those images that are just tasty, enjoyable images for authors, conjure those and that will help push you through moments of discomfort Mm. yeah i love that visualizing is so powerful and that's something i do a lot right i recommend every author do it every writer especially writers i think would be really good at it just naturally because we have such great imaginations to begin with so it's like really visual people usually it's really easy to like conjure an image like that um and that can also be translated into things like vision boards, I find very helpful. Um, so you probably have boards, aesthetic boards for your book on Pinterest. And if not, you're missing out. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> I will say that is, I was never a Pinterest person. Yeah, ever. I, I converted <clears> to you, And man. I was like, Pinterest is an absolute <laughs> waste of time when you could be writing, but instead you're on Pinterest. So that's, that's not efficient. And I didn't do it for a long time. But then Abby would always do it for her books. And I'm like, oh, that, you know, that's actually intriguing because I'm a very visual person. I love imagery. And I started realizing, wow, you know, when I create a board for my story, then I can like just jump into that visual. And it gets me to that location in my mind so much faster if I have some visuals to attach to it. So I actually use that as a very practical writing tool now. Like I would say that's probably the single most thing that helped my writing this past year was really getting into creating visuals on Pinterest. That's so cool. Because I have like probably eight boards for my current work in progress, depending on what setting I'm writing in. And the first thing I do is get my coffee, get my current board up, 
look at it for a few minutes and then write because it like transports me a lot mm. faster, just like soundtracks and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. It works I'm, so well. Yeah, it it's does. A, it can be used as a tool. <laughs> like it definitely yeah. can be a time suck if you like, yes. if you just are like, oh, I'm going to play on Pinterest or whatever for hours. Especially but, if you get distracted, like looking at cat gifs. Right. <laughs> or something that's not related to your book. Exactly. Or like cookies you want to make. And then next thing you know, you're in the kitchen baking cookies. and You're like, I thought I was going to write today. Nope. But yeah, if you use it as a tool, then it can be a really great help. Yeah, I agree. And so making them for your for your books and then also for your life or your year. I'm making one currently, putting one together for 2021 and it's already very aesthetic if I do say so myself. Just like things that I want to invite into my life in 2021. And um yeah, I think that does a really I think it it works. <laughs> it works yeah. for inspiration, but it also works to bring those things into your life and attract those things into your life. Yeah, I agree. So you do have to do the work, obviously. It's not just going to magically happen. But always having that in your mind, having that image is very powerful. Um, and Well, it's kind of like, of like, kind of like going someplace, like knowing where you're going versus driving aimlessly. Like right. if you're like, oh, I want to go to this location, you still have to drive there, but you know where you're going. Right. Instead of just getting in your car and driving aimlessly and maybe you'll end up at a place. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's kind of yeah. like you're, you're kind of giving your mind a destination. Yeah. Even though you have to do all the work to navigate your way there. Exactly. You have that destination in your mind. Exactly. And when you travel, you always have like a destination in your mind, or hopefully you do. <laughs> um, and have seen like pictures of the places you want to go. And so you've already like kind of created that on another plane of reality in your mind. And it's like almost in a way it almost exists already. Yeah. Um, which is really cool. It is very <laughs> cool. But yeah, and um, another thing just on the note of like writing, if you're not ready to publish this year, um, then don't necessarily like feel pressured like, oh, I have to publish this year. I have to, you know, put something out there because there's all kinds of things like it's it might not be the right timing is what I'm trying to say. Like it is important to pay attention to where am I in my journey just because somebody else is publishing this year or somebody else is you know, publishing five books or a book every month or writing a book every month. It's like your goals don't have to be the same as somebody else's goals just because you admire their goals or because they seem really ambitious or something. Like don't feel like you have to tailor your goals. Listen to your own needs more than what other people are doing. Obviously, it's cool to see what other people are doing and to congratulate them on their ambitious goals and the things they accomplish, but don't feel like you have to adopt that as your own thing. Like, listen to your own needs. Um, but in the way of writing, I have a great video on what to write next if you are on the fence or you're like, I don't know what I want to write this year, but I want to write something. Um, I run into this problem all the time because I have so many plot bunnies. So I'm like, I don't know what to write next. So I made a whole video about that last year. And that's a really good video if I do say so myself. So check it out. We'll leave it in the link. We'll leave it in the description box below. Um, it's kind of like a fun elimination game to figure out which story idea you should write next if you're not sure. <laughs> so yeah, um, that was just like a side note about figuring out your writing goals um, for what book you want to write. But if you're also starting your story for the first time, like your your goal is I'm going to write a book and I never have, we have a great group for that 
a growing community online. It's a Facebook group that has kind of morphed into this great community, gotten way bigger than we ever thought it would, full of writers who encourage one another. And it's called Start Your Story Challenge. So it's all about starting your story, whether you're an author who's written tons of books or if you're an author who's just beginning your first one. And it's facebook.com slash group slash start your story challenge. So feel free to join that. Lots of really inspiring writers in there. Everyone kind of cheering each other on. Great place to find beta readers, too. If you're looking for beta readers, I get a lot of questions of where do I find beta readers? And I'm like, go to the Start Your Story Challenge community. There's so many writers in there, so positive and supportive of each other. It's awesome to see. Um, so, yeah. Also, comment below this video and tell us. Tell us in the group, too. But tell us on this video, on this podcast, um, what your writing goals are for 2021. Because we definitely want to hear all about them. Shoot for the moon. Do something ambitious. And even if you don't accomplish the goal, don't feel bad. Just feel good and proud about yourself, proud of yourself that you made steps towards your goal and that you made progress on it because that's really all that matters. Yeah, absolutely. I think look at it more. This is something that I'm learning a lot about in recent months. And I feel like this year I'm thinking about it a lot different than I was thinking at the beginning of, of last year is shoot for the lifestyle more than the single goal. So even if you don't hit like publishing a book or writing the entire book, if you wrote some of it or if you took some steps, you've already started to incorporate that as a lifestyle. So you've already started to make your lifestyle into a writer's lifestyle. So that in and of itself is something to be hugely proud of. Yeah, Because exactly. that's really what you want. You don't want the one-time goal. You want the lifestyle. Exactly. Which goes back to like, what does your dream life look like? So right. make some notes about that. Sketch that out. Imagine that. Visualize that. Make a vision board of it on Pinterest and continuously move towards that direction. Don't necessarily get stuck on the, the big goals and having to feel like you have to accomplish. Just move towards the direction of the life that you want so I think we covered a lot of good points in this episode. If you liked it, give us a nice rating and comment on the video. If you haven't seen the video portion, head on over to Katie's YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash K.A. Emmons. Comment on the video. Let us know if you like this episode and share it with a friend. And if you haven't noticed, we don't have any sponsorships in our podcast because I personally hate sponsorships. I hate being interrupted in the middle of an episode to listen to some sponsorship or some ad about something. It's just annoying. So we don't do that on our podcast because we have amazing supporters on Patreon. Thank you to our amazing supporters on Patreon. And if you want to be among them, check it out. Go to patreon.com slash the Kate and Abby show and support this show. Keep it on YouTube and all the platforms. And I think that's it. That's it. Go That's check it. out Abby's YouTube channel <laughs> if you don't follow it already and you need some inspiration for writing this year. YouTube.com slash Abby Emmons. Yes. Till the next episode, stay stoked. And rock on. Rock on.